When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2121, How to Be Content When All You Want Is More by Emma Scheib of simpleslowlovely.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Friday and happy 1st of October. Welcome to Optimal Living Daily, OLD, the show where I read to you from articles that I think are amazing with permission from the authors. One article a day, every single day of the year, all to help you live a more meaningful life. And here on this show that covers personal development or self-help, minimalism, inspiration, happiness, motivation, all that fun stuff. So with that, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. How to be content when all you want is more by Emma Scheib of simpleslowlovely.com. One of the biggest roadblocks to living a slower, simpler pace of life is discontentment. Wanting more leads to a constant state of neediness. We feel unsettled, unhappy, and the urge to join the masses in the fast lane becomes irresistible. But what if we could turn this around? What if we chose contentment? This week, after a couple of disappointments, I found myself feeling very unsettled. I felt grumpy and discontent with what I had, which in retrospect is pretty silly because what I have is a heck of a lot of awesome. But for whatever reason, I found myself stuck in this horrid place for a good 24 to 36 hours. These disappointments were situations that were completely out of my control, external forces that I let affect my internal focus of attention. And once these feelings of discontentment got in, they seemed to multiply. Soon it wasn't just these two particular disappointments that plagued me. Things I haven't done yet. My book isn't written and is not even close to the first draft being finished. But of course, I want it done and published yesterday. So I began to make ridiculous, unslow goals to get that draft finished. I began the year hoping that by my 40th birthday, three months away now, I would have another ultra marathon under my belt. Tendinitis in both my knees over the last four months has made any kind of running impossible, let alone the mileage I need to complete another ultra. So there they were, four things undone, four disappointments. But this is life, right? Life is jam-packed with disappointments. If we are really, really honest, does life ever work out exactly the way we hoped or wanted? In the past, this feeling of discontentment and fear of further disappointment is what has kept me busy. It's almost like these feelings kept me hostage in a perpetual state of hurry, rush, overwhelm, and stress. It's time to draw a line in the sand. Because I'm completely and utterly sold on the benefits of a slower life, I no longer have room for these feelings. But when these feelings have taken up space in your life for decades, 
It takes a while to send them on their merry way. Going slower and giving up the fast lane begins with contentment with what we already have. Three things you can do to feel more content. Gratitude journal. Being grateful invites the opposite of discontentment to live in our hearts. And since they can't occupy the same space, discontentment is sent packing. I started a gratefulness practice at the start of this year. Most nights I pick up my journal and write down three things from my day that I'm grateful for. Interestingly, as I pondered on my period of discontent, I realized that my gratitude practice had dwindled to nothing over the past month. Action, start today. Grab a notebook and pen and go put it by your bed, now. Spend three minutes tonight after you climb into bed thinking and noting down what you are thankful for. Example, entry from my journal a few months ago. Today I'm grateful for time spent with a beautiful friend over luscious coffee, fantail visitors in the garage, and no big arguments from the girls. Take an inventory of what you have. Think about what is already in your life. Just like you would do a stock take, meticulously go through the items in your life, both tangible and intangible. Sometimes we don't know what we have until we take a moment to pause and consciously notice. Action, take a physical stock take. Get out that pen and paper and write down 10 things you have. Bonus points for it being related to your current area of discontentment. Example, I have 17,885 words towards my manuscript. I have an amazing computer program to help me put the manuscript together. I have loads of great research and resources. I've been building motivation and momentum. I have time to write. I have the skill set to complete the project. I have relationships with people whom I can draw on for the skills I don't have. I have inspiration. I have a bunch of incredibly supportive people cheering me on. And I have three more months to get to my goal. Get in nature. I find that when I'm immersed in the great outdoors, I naturally feel more content. Nature itself is content. It doesn't rush, it waits patiently for each season, knowing it must first go through the current one. This contentment has a magical way of rubbing off on us if we let it. Action, find time to spend outside today, even if it's only five minutes. Take a moment to consider the enormity of the natural world. This awe feeling is grounding and helps to bring ourselves out of our own little world and into the larger community. Example, when I was walking the dog one night recently, I saw the brightest shooting star I've ever seen in my life. The feeling of awe was all-consuming and lasted for the rest of the evening. I also forgot about the technical problems I was having and the disappointment of not being able to do a Facebook Live. Suddenly, that seemed dull and unimportant. Life is full of disappointments, but how we react to them will be what shapes our lives, not the disappointments themselves. So friends, pick yourself up, brush off the discontentment, choose to pick up gratitude and grace, and begin again. You just listened to the post titled, How to Be Content When All You Want Is More by Emma Scheib of simpleslowlovely.com. Thank you to Emma all great suggestions and perfect as we head into the weekend. If just one of these stood out, why not give it a shot? Even one time thinking about what you're grateful for can be helpful. Or one time taking a walk in nature. You'll never know what makes a difference. Plus, it is the first of the month when many of us like to make a change, so no excuses today. And with that, I hope you're having a great Friday and start to your month, and I'll see you tomorrow over the weekend.
where optimal life awaits.